check, check, check. And we are back with another Black Window Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I am your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Rovers World. This is episode 42. Today, our special guest is rapper, singer, songwriter, Thutmose. Thut has been having an amazing hot streak for the past year and a half with his music after releasing a few songs online, including a Kendrick Lamar Humble remix, which went very viral on Facebook. Thut's story is super insane. He moved to Brooklyn from Nigeria after experiencing the Lagos um, Armory Explosion, an accidental detonation of military high explosives at a storage facility near his home, which killed over a thousand people and caused chaos in the city. With safety being a main concern, his family moved to America, landing in Brooklyn, New York, where uh, they became harassed by Sawat and immigration. Fast forward to now, he has released records with millions of plays. He's open for Billie Eilish on her US tour and is about to support Made in Tokyo's upcoming American European tour. This story is incredible um, and it holds a lot of value, if I do say so myself, for creators of all kinds. I encourage you to write down three takeaways after you listen to this episode. Feel free to share those with me in the comments when you finish. I think it's a good lesson. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, you're probably wondering what does Black Window Cream stand for? Black Window Cream is a private content creator group fueled by caffeine, or at least I take my coffee Black Window Cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We are a private group on Facebook open to creators of all kinds, aka if you make videos, if you're a photographer, if you're a rapper, if you do marketing, management, editing, dancing, etc, 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 all creators are welcomed. Our private group has been growing rapidly. We have a shit ton of members working together by sharing content, they're asking for feedback, they're passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of becoming the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our group if you want to by going to bwnc.com slash join we would love to fucking have you please join the group all right that's it enjoy the work week keep creating make sure to tune in every single wednesday and sunday for a new black window cream episode and without farther ado i bring to you my interview with the most and the most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now attention if you stop this podcast recording at any time you will die do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. And we are back. All right, sick. another podcast. How's it going, bro? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Thutmose. Am I saying that right? Yeah, for sure. Thut Moses. Thut for short? Yeah. Can I say Thut for short? Yeah, you can say Thut for short. Thut Moses. This yeah. guy, this guy is mad talented. I already like, at the beginning, I always, you know, try to like give him insight before this shit starts. So yeah. they, they already know about your accolades. Hey, lit, lit, lit. Yeah, tell us I'm, a little bit, a little bit about you. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I was born in Nigeria. Um, moved to Brooklyn when I was eight. Um, and um, yeah, I grew up in, I'm pretty much raised in Brooklyn. Um, for since, last, since what? Like, since like, you're like nine? Like, yeah, since like, like eight, nine and i was eight going on nine um yeah and i've been ever since and um i'm a musician i make music um that's my passion yeah i was just telling him that because i got put on to you through my boy dave through his homie shout out to dave yeah so dave linked me with you and and sent me like a couple of uh apple like whatever apple music just woo woo uh yeah yeah okay, yeah, yeah so yeah. he he sent me that one first and then man on fire and i was like yo this <laughs> shit is fucking tight thank you, thank you, thank super you, tight and you so you like are singing on your records and rapping yeah both pretty much like a, a mixture of both like there are times where i go like full rap and i just like want to go like bar for bar just like i just want to go off and there are times where i just want to like you know certain next somebody like you know like have an air warm you know and just like have something that kind of live in a different space so, right yeah so kind of a mixture of both you know trying to mix it up you Dope. Know? Yeah. yeah so i i really like the um the way I don't know, I guess you're delivering your sound, and and then I know that you've been just doing like, I, I, it sounds like in the last year and a half, just mm-hmm. had like an explosion in your career, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm the last. I've been like my first session was like about a year and a half ago in LA. Like first when, recording session? Yeah, like with a producer. Like before, oh, that, before then, it was just like me on YouTube, like looking for like thousands of beats, trying to find the perfect one, and then I ended up like creating like a few demos, and um. Yeah, so like, like my the first project is Drive Men on Fire. It's like a lot of those are early works, you know. Mm. So like, you know, um, it, it feels really good to to have that out, you know, and and like have more music coming. Okay, so, so we'll get we'll get to that first, but yeah. I want let's dive back because I think it's cool to like run through your story a little mm-hmm. bit. So mm-hmm. Nigeria, you were born and raised there for the first like eight nine years of your life. Yeah, and just from what I read on the internet, it's like it sounds like you had like it was kind of wild. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. I mean, looking back at it, for sure, it's definitely like. 
a lot of crazy moments that happened, you know, like being in the midst of like a um, a random bomb blast, you know, it was like an accidental, like something in the military happened and something went off and then it started going crazy. Like uh, near your home? Yeah, um, like like in the, in the area. Um, it's the city of Lagos, yeah, um, which, which where I was raised, and um, yeah, just like I mean, a, a lot of random stuff always happens because like you know you have like a lot of like intelligent people, mm. but like not a lot, a lot of opportunity. So it's just, like, um, it's gonna be a lot of crime. It's gonna be a lot of like corruption, between, yeah, like the government officials and just like stuff like that. So what were what were like some of the main struggles? I mean, like you and your family, I'm assuming. Um, just like yeah, the main struggles probably most part just like trust and just like watching out for like people because like you know my dad lives in the United States. My dad was living in New York, and um, for the most part, like, he would visit us, like, every six weeks. Not every six weeks, but, like, six weeks in a year. Right. So, like, um, you know, people just think when, when you're traveling back and forth, especially coming from the West West world, you probably have, like, a shit ton of money. Right. So, it's like, you know, a lot of people who, who don't have the opportunity to just, like, you know, start, like, you know, mo- moving shady and just, like, so you kind of have to watch it back. So, like, you know, um, yeah, like, my dad I had, like, a lot of times where people try to, like, set him up, but just, Damn. like, you know, just, like, try to... Um, robbed the house, you know. One time, like a few gunmen like ran in, ran in the house, and just like uh, my mom was pregnant with me, and my my older brother was one, and um, put a gun to my stomach, which is like, yo, get, get what's everything you got. Like my uncle was like in the fridge, in the freezer somewhere. Oh, my, my mom's best friend was un- underneath the bed, you know. Um, just like it's like stuff like that, but like you know. Um, Damn, like, just yeah. because just off the allure of like yeah, your just dad like, just. Yeah, just like yeah, he lives in the states, and just like oh, the guy probably has money, and not knowing like if you're in the United States, like you're working to like better yourself. You like you know you might not be rich. You could be like a middle class or like right. low class person and still be traveling, you know, to like back to your to your spot. But like, you know, perception is everything. You know, people when people think of America, they think of like you know the golden ticket. Yeah. Know? So just like, Fuck. yeah, you know, shit like that. Yeah. So then you know when you start growing up and you're in that environment, like what mm-hmm. what was it like, you know? getting building friendships and finding people that you can't trust was it like hard to do that not not for kids you yeah. know I, for kids it's like a blur it's like a blur line because like you obviously your parents like let you be aware of like you know what's going on yeah like you know because there'd be times where like um our moms would, would like show us like dollars or like um uh, euros yeah but like she would like take us to the room and just like like don't tell nobody about this and like show us like <laughs> different dollar bills you know but like you know obviously we'd be too excited and probably like talk about it like at school or right. something like that but um yeah um yeah, something like that is, is just like yeah, you, um, as a kid, like, obviously you try to be like wary of it, but like mm-hmm. you're still like happy to see your friends in, around the neighborhood. You're just like trying to be a, be a, a little kid, play soccer, you know, just like you know, right? Fuck, fuck shit up, man. Yeah. So fucking crazy. Yeah. The, I grew up in Iowa, bro. So I'm like from the middle of America in the cornfields. It's like completely different yeah. ways that we grew up and shit. So it's always fascinating to hear about other people's adventures, I guess, in in this shit. But what, what did, what was like some of the early foundations for your music? Then was like your family involved in music or um, anything like that? No, not really. Uh, I mean, funny enough, I mean, Nigeria is a very musical like country as yeah. a whole. I, a lot of people like obviously play for church. Mm. It's a very religious um, spot. People, a lot of people like end up like playing in church, like going to church, and like you hear a lot of music. You put on the TV, you're like the most popular song around the world. Like I listen to a lot of Michael Jackson. Oh right. Like you know, uh, like I was a huge Michael Jackson fan. I'm still am, but um, yeah um, my dad like listens to a lot of music. But, yeah. Like, um, but I didn't figure it out till I moved to the United States and started living with him like on like consistent basis, you know. Um, yeah, my dad listens to like a lot of soul, a lot of like old school music. He has like thousands of vinyls, damn, and shit, you know, and stuff. But um, yeah, like for me, like music, I feel like music is just, um, I I, I feel like it was inspired by like my writing because I was I used to love writing all the time, like, like poetry and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, just like, yeah, just like yeah, you know, essays, stories, mm-hmm. poetry. I just love writing. And I just love you know because I was like coming to like so I moved to Brooklyn, um, and Brooklyn's another like crazy world, but like in a different right. way, you know, in, in a different way. East, um, I moved to East New York in Brooklyn. So I mean, people watching they know what right. New York is about. Um, but um, yeah, so it's like always being observant, you know. Um, like at first, I wasn't the most outspoken person, you mm-hmm. know. I was just like observing this new culture, trying to figure out where I fit in, trying to figure out like you know how to adapt. So like, for the most part, I just, like a lot of my thoughts, I just like always like write them down. A lot of my ideas, like you know, I'm just I find myself like in a notebook or just like on a computer, just like you know, just to get it out. Yeah, just to get it out, and um, yeah, and um. Slowly, like my mom bought me a laptop in uh in um junior high, junior high school. Yeah, sure. And um, I just started diving deep into like hip hop interviews, like uh, just watching. Yeah, watching. Like I, I love like interviews and mm-hmm. like stuff like that. Um, interviews, documentaries. 
Um, what were your sources back then? Like, um, you just just on like blogs and shit. Uh, some blogs, but mostly like, like maybe like a a Hot ninety seven interview, like a Breakfast Club interview, right, right. like Angela Martinez. Yeah. Uh, like any, any random documentary I could find that looked like crazy, you know. Yeah. Um, that looked dramatic. Um, yeah, what else was I watching? Oh yeah, Kendrick was um, was coming up back then. So which, like, which album uh, at that time? Probably like he, he probably just dropped Section Eighty. Or was, oh, okay, was about to. Yeah, yeah. I had one of them, but like um. So I, I remember like watching him grow, and I was like, "Yo, this kid is crazy." Crazy, like, right? And I, then I started bringing my laptop to school every day, showing all my friends, like, "Yo." And at the time, McMill was hot too, so we used to like argue about McMill with Kendrick. <laughs> and I was like, "Nah, like Kendrick, this guy is like insane. Like something is different about him." And, Super. And, and then just watching him like evolve, like it just inspired me to like keep like, like cool. I would try like freestyling over like my laptop over like random beats like Tiger's like Rack City yeah, like yeah, shit yeah. like that it's like imi- like trying to imitate like my favorite rapper right um, so like yeah, for me I feel like that's why it slowly started like I started slowly getting interested in music you know? right but it wasn't like a parent like I want to be a musician it was just like you're just doing it I was like I just love you know I don't tell anybody at the time like unless like a few friends right. to be honest yeah so then I guess before before the music thing starts what was it like leaving nigeria and come to america especially yeah. like to come to brooklyn uh what the fuck was that like so random because I, I didn't find out till like maybe a, a week or a few days before like before you moved yeah I, I like my mom my mom took us to church and like and then um it's like five six women like around us maybe like my mom's friends like prayer friends to start praying around us and then I just I heard one of them like oh Lord protect them on their trip to America or something like that and I was like America like, what the hell I'm like what the fuck's going on you know and um my mom told us like after like that service or whatever like yeah we're going so like didn't get a chance to like tell your friends goodbye it was just like Damn. Yeah, left in a few days I mean it's cool I like I don't remember any of the faces right now right but, uh, but it was just like you know quick and maybe that has to do with like maybe like the trust like our parents didn't really have and like people around. So we're just like, yeah, we're just gonna go and like not tell anybody, like not risk. Yeah, because then yeah, like, someone you know, can stop this yeah, whole move. Yeah, you know, like oh, they, they, like they're leaving, like uh, nah, not on my watch or some shit, you know, some right. some envy or just some like evil nah, that's shit. Smart. Yeah, you know, um, Damn, man, yeah. some war shit. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So then, what was it like? You come to America for the first time, like what the fuck is it like? I go to East New York. Uh, I was living. My, my dad was living in this apartment in like Star City, mm-hmm. East New York. Um, and like I had a stepbrother who was like who was living there before. And like he ended up like giving like that space over to us so we could live there, and um, it was cool. Like I started watching cartoons for the first time like consistently because yeah. back then was very strict school. Right, go to sleep at this time. Like I, I find like Looney Tunes and like a bunch of like <laughs> random shit. And I was up. I swear I didn't sleep for like three days. Like, <laughs> You're just, just like just overloading, indulging. just overloading on like yeah. cartoons and just like too excited. And then like a muffin, like um, just like trying to like learn some more stuff, you know. And then like a SWAT team like graded like like apartment like um, a few months I, I had a month for like a few months like after i moved in the fuck just like looking for like family relative and then just like yeah that was another, that was like another like crazy introduction to like you know the what the f- it's like you can't get left alone yeah but it's it's kind of funny at the time i'm just like maybe chaos is just normal maybe just like yeah there's something that happens like you know is you know like yeah, just a lot of crazy shit happened when I was living in like. In, in, That's so crazy that know. to have like at one point in your life, or well, I guess right before you were born, but like to have your mom have people kicking in the door, yeah, guns out, everything like that, looking mm-hmm. for something specific, and yeah. then to have the people who keep you safe doing yeah. the exact same thing to you in America. Yeah, I know. It's fucking crazy. rude awakening. Yeah, it's crazy too because I was I was in the living room too, so it was just me in the living room, and everybody was like in the room, so I was like in, in like passed out in the living room. I just heard like probably like seven a.m. six a.m. I just heard like. Oh, oh yeah open the fucking door and he had that fucking yeah that, that thing. thing yeah that thing Damn. so i just i just heard it and i just got up and i just ran and i, I run through the hallway and i turned around and i just see like the door like 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 tilted like halfway busted in and i just see like like uh this guys in all black just like at the door and i just um i, I ran i can't remember what i said and I, I ran to my parents room and i know i warned them i just slid under the bed and they just ran in and just like started like like handcuffed my dad and just like Fuck. my dad is in underwear he's like pissed he's like screaming and, like, yeah my mom is just like they're scared and she's like you know um like half naked like i'm under i'm underneath the bed they flipped open the bed just like grabbed like, you like, just like no nah, not nah, at first they didn't grab me it was just like going to point it because just like i guess yeah, I, I ran and i ran right under right the bed. i'm just scared as fuck so I was, jesus like, yeah, yeah, christ yeah but um yeah that was a crazy that was a crazy 
but you guys were okay after that like they didn't was there any issues um i mean they, they were there for like pretty much the entire day they brought, brought like dogs in and just like searching like looking for shit and then i like still remember what they found but um um yeah god damn man I, I, after that we were, we were pretty cool um but it was just like yeah so what was it like getting used to like living in new york beyond that point like were you starting to get because you were automatically start going to school right away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So were you connecting with people that way? Like, were was it easy to like Fuck build no. friends? Really? Uh, like my first, I mean, okay. So the, my first year of school in third grade, I walked in. Um, like you know, I'm a I'm a brainiac. I'm just like, like in Nigeria they teach you like a year ahead. So I'm just like excited. Yeah, I'm just like excited for shit. I, yeah. I walked in the class. There's this guy called Gregory. I walked in. I'm like, you know, my teacher sent me next to him. I'm like, what's up? He's like, fuck you. Like the first words. I'm like, what the fuck? Damn. Um, I'm like, all right, whatever. So um, it's funny because we ended up being close friends like years down the road. Oh, for real? Yeah, but it was just like one of those like kids being dumb to each other. It was like, yeah, yeah. Like Thurgood was weird because like a, a lot of the guys hate, hated me. I guess because like I was like the new kid and like you know. Yeah, just like yeah, and like and like all, like all the girls was like kept like like this new African kid and like they they seem interested. Right. But I didn't find out till like a few years ago because like people would, like hit me up like yo sorry <laughs> for, sorry for like third grade or like sorry for like back in the day for like I threw, for real I threw a ball at your face. I didn't I remember like half of half of like the the things that happened. But like people like reminding me like yo I threw a ball at you one time i'm wow. sorry i'm like i like i don't remember that you know i mean probably it probably hit me in the face but probably like yeah maybe threw out my leg i don't know maybe stuck on their conscience for like decades i don't know but that's crazy yeah but um yeah it was just like at the time it was just like me trying to figure out like all right cool i'm in a new spot i'm in a, like a new new spot like all right cool what is it about you know like how do i kind of like communicate like people should watch crazy movies and like you know this and this and um but like you know, yeah. I mean, I was into like like a few stuff like Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, like shit people were into like here, you know. So trying to figure out like, alright, cool, this was cool here. Like, did cards. you ever do the po the Pokemon um like when people would link up and like battle or whatever? But, nah, I, I I tried. Like I like I tried. I wish I had somebody to battle. I feel like I would have kicked ass. But, that like, shit was tight. Yeah, I, I um, definitely had a few friends who was like. You know, and I used to watch commercials when he had that fucking like yeah. the entire uh, that sleeve yeah. there, and you could place a card. I, I would say that was cool. I so, know, but I, I never had one though. They had like a Toys R Us that we could go to, and everyone would meet up on Saturdays and like battle. And we went one time, and I thought it was so dope. I was like, we gotta spend all our money to fucking win this shit. <laughs> to like, battle, yeah. That, that, that game was fucking so lucrative. God damn. Yeah, well, so then what were you? You know, in that time frame, were, was there anything you you were talking about music kind of coming up? Like you were rapping over people's beats. That's like high school. Or yeah, high school. In high school time. Yeah. So were you doing anything? When, when was the first time you started really showing, showing your music or posting? Like when was the first time you uploaded something? Uh, first time I uploaded something when I went to college. College. First year, freshman year. So high school was more just you kind of learning yeah. and experimenting. Just junior year, I was just me, just like I was just excited about it, and I was just like going my laptop everywhere. Junior year, you, you, you know, you and your friends like last year, you, you know. So it's like me. It was like trying to live in the moment. Mm. You know, so I wasn't really like all the way into music. It was like I, I'm, I'm, I'm always a writer and I'm always writing. Right. But like music, I don't know. Like I, like I had no clue like what kind of music I'd be creating. Like you know, no clue about producers, no clue about the, the industry, you know, stuff like that. So it just senior year was just me, just like trying to like you know enjoy the last times with like my high school friends. Yeah. You know, and then you know, and did, that, yeah. Did you have like any standout? Do you remember any like teachers or anything as far as writing goes, like that could help that helped you, or is um, there any mentors at that time? Like, we're most of my English, I love most of my English teachers, <laughs> yeah, because they loved me, and then they just always loved my writing, mm -hmm. and um, so like we always got along except for this one senior year, this fucking damn, drop the name. Damn, I want to call her, you know, I want to call her the B word because <laughs> I'm a little more mature than that right now, but uh, she was, she was definitely, uh, she was definitely uh, uh, you know, a little irritating, but. Uh, should, should I drop the name? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I think her name was like Miss Sevilla or something like that. And uh, um, she was like, senior year, she tried like failing me. It's like, like you know, it's the most stupid. She's like new to the school. Yeah, just trying she, to be she, tough. She, she always used to talk about how like, oh, I graduated in my um like um like high school in like five years. It's okay. Or like college, something something like that. She was like, f like five or six years. It's okay. So I'm like, all right, cool. That's cool. But like, I'm I'm out of here. Like, yeah, I'm fuck. passing all my class. Like, this is the only class I need. You know, you're a senior. Yeah. You just want to take it easy. There was like third third period or second right. period like come on give me some slack you know and like i'm doing all my work but it's like she gets yeah, she tried filling me so like i i'll never forget her that's when you look at the camera and you say yeah. look at me now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mrs v or some shit like yeah, that v, yeah first year too like how you try to come in your first year somebody's senior year and try to like fuck shit up just yeah. come on just like you know i have a few teachers such like a hard being right come on man yeah. so then what you get to college and 
you started studying what I read somewhere like criminal justice or something, right? Oh, uh, I was studying I was studying computer computer science computer science, yeah. So you start studying that while making music, yeah. And it sounded like you weren't very interested in college after a, a year. Yeah, uh, I was studying computers in high school too. Yeah, and then in college, yeah, I I always loved like a lot of people don't know this, but I love like building computers or what like nah, what about computer science just like computer information systems that was how i was like majoring in. so it's like just like another sub like software type shit or yeah, what is yeah. that all it's just like uh it's just like research and information for like companies and it's just like um just like d- different facets of like you know like, like administration just like you know cyber security just like so many different lanes and like you know um in high school i was doing like cisco networking so it's like a little different it was like working you know you know cisco yeah like, cisco yeah. damn so it was like l- yeah so it was like learning like stuff like for that it's, it's a lot of nerdy shit like i, I don't want to go into it, <laughs> but um yeah but that, what was was your goal like you you that's what you saw your career yeah, in, maybe? Yeah, i was always i was always inspired by like like um people who, who were in tech and always like came up with ideas i just love ideas yeah hell yeah and i you know i like i wasn't doing it to like help somebody code like a website right even though I, that was part of the curriculum but it's like i wanted to like come up with some shit it was like yo what's some shit i could come up with and like nobody has ever done and that could be of service to people you know mm. and just go crazy because i always love i love people like elon like hell yeah like um like bill gates steve you know steve all those guys um you know people who just like build like some something from nothing you know so it's just like you know but i mean in a way with your music you've done the same thing yeah you know what i mean sure. which is cool do you see yourself now as your career grows get diving back into for I don't. Sure. I mean, maybe you've been in tech this whole time, but mm-hmm. like diving back into stuff like that. For sure. I mean, not, not on the like creative side. Yeah. I think more so on a, on like if I want to fund the idea. If I see an idea I like, I'm like, yo, that's fire. Yeah. Like, let's make some, you know, get early investment. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. um, yeah, like um, I think that that time will come. You know, like you know, like obviously, like I've been dedicating myself day in and out. Sure. Just to be able to like create right. idea, you know, because like it, it takes dedication. It takes like nonstop learning. You know. I feel like that's like will I am. You ever, you ever look at tech? Dude, he's got like a, he has like an entire 3D printing lab oh, somewhere sick. over here off Melrose or something like that, I think. Cool, cool, cool. But that dude, like, yeah, mad invested in tech. I, 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 I could definitely see him being, like, he seemed, he seemed like the futuristic kind of like. Super future. Yeah, yeah, um, He like customized his own test. I saw it one day. I was like, what the really? fuck is this shit? Yeah, like, uh, took all the labels off and made it into his own thing. That's funny. The shit was dope, though. A Tesla? He yeah. Took it, oh, that's sick. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's cool because it's like, I, to, to me it's like if I had to do it again I would like I feel like that's where like the money's at you mm-hmm. know what I mean especially like if you could really make something that could dominate the industry and yeah. change the game like if you become Bill it's, Gates it's, exactly you, just one idea is all you need like I feel like and it's, and half the time it, it doesn't need to be like idea where it's like oh I need to create like the next big like social media platform and just like figuring out what you're interested in and like hell yeah like if you like games like figure out some, some way where it's like something is missing in that whole like right. you know yeah but like um yeah um so you drop it you drop out of college because yeah. at the same time what you you started getting deep in music and dropped a record or what uh no nah, i was just like so i was like yeah i was studying like so um I, the reason i left because like i didn't hate like my major mm-hmm. i just didn't I, I didn't enjoy like the random classes i had to take around it you know yeah like the so, first two yeah, years yeah, of college yeah, you know, is like what the fuck yeah it's just like you taking and i'm just like so i gotta learn this and like this this class i gotta learn for this class and but at the same time i'm staying up to like 5 a.m obsessing over music so mm. i was like you know what i love learning but i just i can't do school right now so i transferred back and i and i it's like some community in like in new york right yeah so i so i could like pick my schedule better and i left after like one semester and this is this is outside of brooklyn yeah so you're no, no it, it's like in queens so like kind of oh, okay. like long island city right so i told my parents like i was still going to school and i wasn't i was just like <laughs> I, you know I'm, I'm gonna get a job and i'm just start saving up money for like you know and it's like pursue like studio time and just like network and see what happens and like you know see what i come across but what gave you like the motive or not motivation but like the understanding that there was a possibility for you to open up a door with that like were you in college where mm-hmm. you drop had you put anything oh, out in, in college i was like nah i was working on i was like learning how to like produce a little bit mm. and i was learning how to like um so just write I was just writing a lot so, so there was just like fire behind you in it that you yeah. were just like fuck it if I don't go to college I can figure this out yeah like I, I was just like obsessing over like like figuring out what kind of sounds I was into like trippy sounds at that, at that time just like yeah. interesting like different stuff like I had a I had a friend who I met in college that actually knew some of my friends back home so he was like into music in Nigeria? no no like in like Brooklyn oh okay where yeah, I was like um, oh, what the fuck but um yeah so I started like he, he put on to like boom bap mm-hmm. he put on to like a lot, a lot of like old like um rap music so right. i was like learning from like the fundamentals like up 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 and then this other guy who used to like live right next door to me he was the music wasn't the best but he, he was the only one with a mic right so we, we all try to get together just like hop on songs together and then slowly like everybody kind of like 
throughout the school year, everybody started like focus became more on like, I don't know if they were feeling school or just feeling classes. So maybe they were like, "Fuck, I gotta get back on my A game." Right. And they they stuck on like they started like diverging away from music. And for me, I just like stuck with it. I was like, again, like you know, every weekend just getting stoned out of my mind, coming back and just like zoning in and just like you know trying to get it. Yeah, go, going into the gym, coming back, mm-hmm. sitting up to like five a.m. and just like yeah, I just, I just. You know, like I tried making a band too. It was like three of us. Like I tried like ma- making a band out of us, cause like Afropunk in New York has this this thing called Battle of the Bands. Yeah. And then then you could kind of like the top ten bands who get the top top votes, they 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 get to perform and battle it out to like perform at the at the festival. Oh shit. So like, um, I was got yeah. So it was like it was like three, it was like two over two two of us and me. So it's three of us all together, and I was like, yo, you know what? Like we could do this. And then and I tried like setting it up, and then um. Yeah, nobody was as passionate because I the first week of voting we was like top five or top like three, and I got like 180 votes just by myself. Right. And like my two other partners got like five, so I was like, you know what? They're like, come on, man. Yeah, I was like, yo, we we, we could go out there and battle, just like make, make something up. But for right now, let's just get these votes and we could figure out how we we're gonna perform this. But I just wanted to get up there and I was just like f- trying to figure out ways stuff like that. So did it work? Did you get on? Did you? No, nah, nah, after after that first week, and I was like, I saw, I was like. I was I was uh just like over like pushing myself and I got I got almost 200 votes and my and everybody else got five I was like you know what I don't think this is gonna because if I'm pushing myself every week to like get like ton of votes and like, yeah. and like you know that that miss I was like you know what it's cool I just like do it on my own um so I just ended up like leaving that alone and that was that's when I was like you know what? I'm, I gotta leave go back to like New York and like cause I'm up here like 3,000 people in the school nobody's here right people people I people are cool but like are people that inspired or like people that you know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds like you're striking out with like yeah, each know. person as like they aren't as motivated to you. That's very similar to my shit because I was like not similar in the aspects of motivation, but yeah. like I knew I needed to leave yeah. Iowa to like figure something out because it was not like there's much in there. Exactly. You know, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sometimes you gotta you gotta recognize that, you know. Yeah. It's like yo, damn, like nobody around me is really getting this vision. I'm like yo, really? I was like, I was telling all my friends, I was like yo, if we come up with a plan. Be like we like you know just just strength in numbers, obviously, you know. So if yeah. They come up with a plan is free out like different roles, like just mm-hmm. go at it and just like nonstop and it's like I like yeah, it could work, like, you know, but um I don't know. People. Especially when people like you're watching other people like are you have you ever met Joey Badass? Yeah, yeah, um um yeah, like I, I we have some mutual friends. Yeah. Maybe exactly like watching people like that and like Rocky or just like certain future. Yeah, even and, Vic and the, mm-hmm. how they did it in Chicago Chance, Exactly like, that small stuff, you know. Cause, like, like you see those units make sense, like it, it helps everyone elevate each other, right? Like yeah, exactly. Damn. Yeah, yeah so but no one wants to figure it out. So I, so I ended up going back to New York, and then one of my friends from high school, which uh, um, he was he was the only one in high school doing music. Which is random. Like the only person you ever knew from high school. school. Yeah, I mean, I mean, only person from my, my grade. I think. Yeah. I knew some people from like a grade above. Right. But they were like a little dramatic, and just like you know. But um, yeah. So like, I got back. We we, we went. Um, I met up with him. So I, and then started hanging out with this other girl too, Alex Molly. Mm-hmm. So it was like three of us, and they, they were pretty, um, pretty motivated. Trying um, to like design the the, the same concept, is that yeah. mob type thing? Like, yeah, but but not say we're a group. It, we we, we kind of had an agreement to like at first we I think that was the intention. Yeah, that this could be a group, and then we just ended up like utilizing each other's resources and trying to like throw shows together and right. just like bring each other's like network and just like make sure we share the same platform and just like go stronger together. Damn. So um yeah so like did that for a little bit and then. Yeah, like I during that time frame, I got to like work on music and be a little more inspired, being around other artists. Like I'm a competitive, so I feel like I was always trying to like make sure like whatever I was creating was like going to be like you know on some next. And then yeah, so I surrounded myself with more um, people that kept me going. And um, yeah, um, I feel like that's super important. Like, yeah, for sure. You obviously you got. I'm mean, sometimes you could do it alone if mm-hmm. like nobody around you is like like you know to to like down for the vision. Yeah. Know? If not, you know, but like if you find a small amount of people that can help for right. sure you know uh, it's like even even just having the the ability to have like a circle it's a lot easier you know before it was just you get the 200 votes and yeah those dudes weren't getting those but if you find yeah. the right people around you it's like you start building the word of mouth mm-hmm. and like that you never know who that person's gonna meet to talk about what you guys are doing as yeah. you, or whatever you know what i mean even mm-hmm. just even the idea of collaboration in general it's like now you out here collaborating with all kinds of artists and featuring in records and doing all that shit and it's crazy i know it's right like, yeah but it's like that's you're always formulating groups, whether it's with one person or just doing certain shit like this. Like who knows what comes from yeah, this exactly, interview? Yeah, you know what sure, I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure, stuff like that. You know. So then, 
when what did you do that first got you like notoriety in in the area so um so while i was in this group i was like this is this is the all taken time out of it. it seemed like a long period of time but it's like all like piece of chapters small chapters so yeah like, um like um the other guy was in the group he was making music um and like he dropped the project so he was working on more music and then um alex too dropped a project and then but she was also working on more music and then she was a singer she was like a rapper and me and then singer right and um so after like yeah I, like i shows i'll pop off like one song or two songs matter of fact yeah usually like one song like, like just hop up and do one song yeah one song and like maybe like hop like uh, like like be a hype band yeah you know and then and then, and then but at the same time i was working on my music because i was like i didn't want to like perform so many music without having to polish it right right so like fast forward like it was i was working on american apparel um in before this i, I wasn't working on american apparel we always just like link up like smoke joints and just like like be at each other's like house and just like like i, I was just like chat my mouth off to like right like knowing like yo this idea this idea i was one of those guys like yo we did this yo we did this like you know just like non-stop throwing out ideas yeah you know? super visionary and then so yeah so like fast forward i'm working on american apparel and then started saving the money for studio time and then um all three of us actually started chipping in for studio time so we would get like it was a studio um in um broadway in the in called blast off so we, we would like save up money for like an hour how much would it cost to get like studio um, time? um like because alex got a somebody reached out so she got a membership she got we had a chance to get a membership oh that's how they so, did it so it's like you're like yo you you, you pay two hundred dollars Whenever you come in, you get this room for like forty, this room for like sixty. So it was, it'd it, it, it be discount for like forever. Right. So like we 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 chipped in, you know, giving two hundred. Obviously, like made it look like it was through her. Right. Or whatever. And then, so we all like snuck in there, just like that's so tight. I mean, not snuck in, but like we obviously just like pull up, like yeah, we were recording the music today. Right. And then we all have have enough like an hour because you have to work like three hours at least. So like yeah, uh, like to, to make the it, minimum. Yeah, yeah to, make, to make the minimum or whatever. And then so like I would like had enough to like put in for an hour. Right, and then I like to get an hour. Then I was friend get an hour or, t or two sometimes. So like, I be like knocking out songs in an hour. Like you gotta come like super prepared. prepared. Yeah, exactly. So like the only thing you gotta worry about is just like executing, you know, mm -hmm. just like your tone and like yeah. stuff. And then, especially at that time, like you don't know a lot about like your delivery and making sure like you gotta be make you no know, make sure you come in confident, like because right. you know, everything matters. So um, yeah. So in, in that time period, like of like one hour sessions, I, I I was like finding beats on YouTube and like SoundCloud, and I had this song called Mississippi Masala. That it didn't really take off, but it started like you know I put some visuals out, I shot a visual to it. Yeah. The, the way I wanted to, I find this like amazing cinematographer, Tim and Kelsey, who they were like, "Yo, we shoot this for free. We we like your music." So I was like, oh, "Cool, let's do it." Shot the music video. That started like not going crazy, but it was like maybe like, maybe got like five thousand plays. Right, like, making the, the noise the first month. Right. And then, at that time, I was like, "It was pretty sick." Cause like at that at that, at that point, I didn't really have friends. I was getting like five thousand plays a month. Yeah, it was fucking dope. Yeah, so I was like. I was like, all right, cool. Like, so like the next one, I was like, the next one got to get like five thousand a month, and it start picking up. And then I, it was like this song called American Beauty. And, and it's like, and, and, and um, and by the way, both those songs were named after like my favorite movies because like I was like, yeah, into movies the old yeah back then. So that's I, tight. And um, so American Beauty after mm -hmm. American, the movie American Beauty, um, I recorded that song and I tra I trapped it, and then I remember I was with I, the visual. No, not with the visual. This is just, just like SoundCloud. Just sound, I remember I was trying to get a premiere too. I was like, yo, I need to blog the process, send it to, like, uh, I did a showcase for, like, Pigeons and Planes. They connected to, like, Complex. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah, shout out to them. Performing, and the guys were like, yo, you cool, the send, send, send you um, a song to this email, and I was, like, excited. I was like, yo, I'm about to get a premiere. Send it to them, like, they were like, oh, we're passing this one for now, and I was like, oh, come on. Like, so, um, I kept searching around, I didn't find any. I was like, you know what, fuck this, I'm going to drop it regardless. Right. So, um, I took, like, a performance video, uh, no, I took a performance um, picture from, like, one of my shows. Mm-hmm. It was like this, um, and I made it like my cover art. And for then, for the for yeah the single. yeah, it's it's literally me like on stage with a mic, like this purple hue. <laughs> yeah, it looks so. And, and I was like, you know what? I, I use this. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't have like a cover art. I didn't yeah. have a press, no nothing. So I dropped it, and uh, and yeah, it's got like got like maybe like twenty k plays in like two weeks. God yeah. damn! And at that, at that point, it was like just like. I, but who shared it? Did someone share it or not? Nah, like nobody shared it. Like damn. Um, DJ Booth like a week after posted about it, make a link, and then um. I don't know how much I contributed to it. Maybe some plays here, and then like slowly, like random people started like posting about it, and then like after like a month, it was like at 50k. Damn. You know, and for me, I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy. This is lit." Like, you know. Like, yeah, it just change your it changed your next one. You gotta get 50 now. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and for me, I was just like, excited. I was like, "Yo, the music is being received." Like, I have, I'm literally like, I'm in I'm in my in the basement in my in my bedroom. You know, just like you know, like. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, just like type shit, and then um. 
yeah. and these were all from what you recorded at that studio yeah right? at that studio of like an hour session like right so like it was the songs weren't even mixed they weren't mastered I, I I knew nothing about mixing and mastering back then. Like, it was just like, yo, that's crazy. Right, cool. Like this, I wanted the sound. I right, cool. Is, is it good? Like, cool. Let's, I'm, I'm gonna drop it. Like, <laughs> just drop it. Yeah. Like I I didn't have enough money to go find a mixer. Like, right. You know. So like a master. Yeah. It was just like all my money was being spent on food, weed, mm-hmm. and just like studio time. Right. Um, so um, yeah. So like I was on my break, American Apparel, and then um, like uh, like amazing staff by the way, amazing like friends I, I met there. I was on my break. I used to smoke with my managers. You know, oh, that's dope. So like, yeah. I had a break. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go smoke with John in the corner. I was checking my emails. And then, um, <laughs> yeah. Or oh, b- before I go to this, I was I was planning to go to LA for no reason. Just like come out here. Yeah. Prior, like, um, like after I dropped American Beauty. I was like, I'm going to go out to LA. When it was already getting 50,000? No, no, no. Like, just like, this man, is right away yeah, you were just planning on it. And um, I was like, you know, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to just like see what happens. Like, Right. And then um, I, got a, I got an email from like, um, from a guy called uh, Aaron yeah uh, standing right there but, um, showing behind the camera yeah and he was like yo um, I heard your music like I wanna hop on a call like talk more or whatever so we hop on a call I was like he's like I'm from LA I'm like cool I'm coming out in like a few weeks so, like cool let's link up and then you know talk music and I also had another meeting with some some somebody from APG hmm. which is like a um, Atlantic like a sub right. division or some, something like that and um, it's funny cause like that, that one was tied to a label I was more excited about that one so I, went, I went to that meeting and it was like the worst it was like weird sketchy the guy was like weird as fuck you know and then oh, shit. and then and I, I went to be Aaron and it was just like we talk music we talk my vision and for, from a management standpoint yeah exactly right? and like more development and I, yeah. was, I was more interested in like creative direction like something mm-hmm. I built on my you know and then that all stemmed from like American Beauty right so that was like the trajectory I dropped American Beauty started getting a lot of plays got that email got a few emails and then went to LA got a meeting and then talked my vision and we stayed in touch, like, you know, so he started sending me beats from, like, actual, like, legit producers, you oh, know, shit. like, some people they worked with. And right. Then, and then I recorded something, sent it right back. When was this? Uh, we got, because you just said you first recorded, like, yeah. a year and a half like, ago. Yeah, probably, like, a year and a half ago, or two, or two, or, like, a year and a half ago. Yeah. So in that range, um, yeah, and then... And after so did that, you officially sign with him? No, nah, it was, was just a conversation. Like, no, it was yeah. just, like, yo, let's keep talking to keep... And then... Um, Send me more, send me some more beats. Right. And creating demos. I was like, all right, cool. Um, it was this song called Stellar Eyes, produced by MFN, which is now it's funny. It's so early in my career, but it's like it, it got picked up by like MLB, like for like some right. That's what pen, pen race, and it's like for what like a commercial or something. Yeah, for like just like the pennant, like you know when you watch ESPN and they have like the yeah, like the, a little the, highlight, the, the dramatic music playing in the yeah. background of a highlight, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, and um, and even right now it might be it might be used. I think it's still being used for like more stuff. That's crazy. So it's pretty crazy. What and was it like seeing that shit? play like did you see it on tv uh have you seen that no, I, I haven't seen it on tv i've, yeah. I, I've seen i've seen the footage though. yeah you've seen that i haven't seen, I haven't seen it on tv that shit's um, crazy and um i think me and dave uh were when we were on this beyonce jay-z tour were you with me at the hookah thing we we're at like a hookah bar and we we're sitting there and i like look up at the tv but we're just all chilling there's a bunch of the dancers and stuff everyone like smokes hookah i don't smoke <laughs> or nothing but i was just sitting there and i look up at the tv and i see our footage promoting like a live nation ad oh, yeah. but it was like for our shit but it was on tv on espn i'm like yo that's our footage that's crazy and i'm like sit like what the fuck and that shit was like it's so weird to, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. to know that people like i don't know you know i mean commercials at the time when we're growing up commercials and advertising is so like uh, man, uh, to be yeah, on tv be crazy i know I, I, now youtube's like the same way but yeah. like it's still surreal to yeah, know. Yeah, it's, like, it's like surreal. It's like, wow, that's that's what I did right there on the TV for everybody's consume. Like, you know. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's kind of validates your work in a, in a little way, too. Hell so yeah, it's, it's the biggest fire. pat on the back it's ever. Sick, sick, yeah. So, you mm. you know, that shit happens with the MLB. That's like your first placement? Yeah, no, this didn't happen back then. But that song that I created off that first beat that he sent oh, me, that's okay. what happened. Wow. And, and then, um, yeah, and it's, it's funny because it's so early. And then, uh, and, um, uh, what, what else? Oh, yeah, and then, so after that, we planned, after that, it's like a few demos. I was like, yo, we plan to like come out here and like do a few sessions. And um, so we And you'd already come out to LA once and met with yeah, him? Yeah, once, okay, once. Cool. And then so my, and um, yeah. And um, so the second time it was like, all right, cool. Let's fly you out here, get in some sessions. And I, before then I never got in a session with a producer. So like I had like three producers, four, I think. And then. Lined up? Yeah, lined up. And the, the first one was funny. I don't remember the first person I had a session with, but I remember, I, I remember landing, it was dark. 
Um, and it was like, all right, cool, you got a first session. I went to this guy's house, bedroom, and like mm-hmm. cooking up. It was like the worst session ever. But <laughs> and I was like, damn, I'm in LA. I'm blowing my chance. I'm this, yeah. This was, and I, at that time, like I, had, I knew nothing about like you know sometimes certain sessions it just don't work out. You're like right. you're, you're trying different producers. Like you don't know what kind of sounds they. You know. You, yeah, true. You just think you throw you throw you in a room and you got to come out with magic. He's like you know. So at uh, that point, I was like, damn, like no magic came to happen. But like the next day or the next few days, I got in session with this guy, Kilogram. Mm. We ended up being like I produced a lot of stuff in like my first project, Man yeah. of Fire, and um, we created a song called like the first, the second day, we, the first day we we had the song, Sunburn, I think, maybe somebody I can't remember, and the second day we created a song called Woo, which is which, damn, which ended up being on the, on the that was project. the second day of we, working with this yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, <laughs> isn't that shit crazy? Yeah, what was your process? Go back, like, say you hop in the studio with this producer, yeah, obviously you guys are like having chemistry or whatever, unlike the first dude, but like, what is your your process when you start you sit down and you're trying to meet this person mm-hmm. you know what i mean like and get in a groove like what were you doing or how did you guys approach that session um i mean he before then he he never worked with a rapper before me so it was very super interesting he was like he used to be part of like this edm group mm. come out and otis um or this um, dj group i don't know dj um um yeah but um so I was, to me, I was—I mean, I'm super open. Yeah. Like before then, I used to like work with a lot of experimental kind of like beats all from college. Like, right, right. And like, I was always interested in like different stuff. Sometimes I would stand out, you know. Um, so like, you know what? Cool. Um, I sent him some like some kind of music. I some kind of music I like sounds and stuff. And then um, he came in the session with like a bunch of like beats. He had some of them he had already. And then I remember he started playing. Um, woo, I think. It, no, matter of fact, now I'm playing. They, we we start on the keys because yeah. like, a lot of times we create from scratch. Mm. I like creating from scratch, so he was playing. The, he was playing the thing, and I, and then right there I started like freestyling like the the hook. Damn. And then and then and then yeah, he started building around it, and I was like, yeah, right there. So he kept he's building around it. I did the hook, and I started working on the verse, and then I we, we finished the song like in two hours. <laughs> fucking crazy. Hours. Yeah, it was just, it was just a vibe. It was just like I mean, because when I was in the zone, I was just like. Like, sometimes I black out, so I don't think about, like, all right, who's there in the room. Right. Like, I see them, but I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, I'm thinking about the sound, like, what's mm. the kind of story I'm trying to tell. And then they're coming up with woo, and, like, we got another song the next day. So it was like, yeah, it's crazy. It's so long ago, too. I can't believe I had a song for almost two years. I was going to say, I'm looking, because yeah. I wrote down, you did, it's like 2.9 million on Spotify for yeah, woo. Yeah, it's three years. Yeah, you wrote that like, shit in two hours. Yeah, I know. It's three years. <laughs> it was, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, it, it was just more so like I, I had the concept of what I wanted to say. Yeah. And then now it was like the beat just like matched it properly, you know. It, uh, that was good chemistry though. And yeah. you guys end up writing how many records together? Um, we, we probably have me and Killergram probably have over ten records together. Ten. Maybe, makes sense. Maybe, maybe over twenty to be honest. I know, ten is too, because on the project alone we have like probably like eight, nine. Right. So like all together we probably have like thirty, forty records together. So is it? <clears throat> I'm like losing my shit. Um, are you doing this? In L- all in LA, or are you guys working across? Like you're in New York, he's here. Well, no, I, I did it all. We did all, every every song we got together. We we created from scratch. Oh, we, we did it in the studio, in person. Part, yeah, nice. To cook up and then um yeah, and then after that, I, I worked with a few other producers too. When well, not really, I'm trying to remember. What am I forgetting? Oh, yeah, fast forward to like later on. I, uh, yeah, I worked with a few producers later on. Right. But like, but like in, in, in the initial stage at that time, it was mostly let's get with Kilogram, just like cook up and see what see what happens, you know. So, like ironically. <laughs> you coming up off Kendrick and always like battling with your homies about the shit you end up doing the, the remix yeah what in the time frame of your timeline when is the remix when did you drop that video oh the remix I was like that was early right yeah that was that was before I even dropped Woo damn before I even dropped I'm pretty sure before I dropped Woo before I dropped yeah and I was just like I think we were planning to drop it like in a few months mm-hmm. and I was just like I need something like I like, I just want to drop a single I need, I need something to like showcase like you know the rap you know cause like people hear the song like I don't know, I don't know what their conceived notions are gonna be. So I was like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta find a, a, a song and go off. Right. And then at that time, I was like, fuck. Like I was looking at all the songs that came out, and I was, I was like, all right, cool. That this song, I've seen a few remixes of this. Like I didn't want to remix a song that people expected. Mm-hmm. At that time, there was zero like humble like freestyles. Really? So, yeah. I didn't, Damn. Like none. Like um, and then, oh, actually, if there were any, there wasn't any that was like being circulated. Right. Around. Right. And I was like, you know what? This beat is kind of different. I think maybe people would, like don't want to hop on it because it's like different and weird. Yeah. Because like you know, humble is like not a, like a. a and number. and you're going against the goat. So it's yeah, like- exactly. So I mean, to me, it was just like, I was like, to me, it was like, it, it pushed me a little bit too. I was like, you know what? Like if I'm meant to be, if I'm meant to be in this, like in this, in this, in this, 
arena like competing with like everybody like i might as well show i can compete with, like, <laughs> flex on them. yeah like, i was like you know i was like i gotta show i can compete so i was yeah. like i can't back down from this like i'm not gonna choose some easy beat and just like you know right so i ended up like i hit up like, uh, my, my manager's like yo let's i'm like yo, i'm gonna do a freestyle humble and it's like i'll go shoot a video in like like two days so like um i wrote the freestyle i have to i think i, I don't know how long it took me to record getting in the studio and like yeah but when i got in the studio i recorded a verse like two days later, we, we ended up shooting like the the one take. Shot this one take. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. With, with the same guys that I met way before. <laughs> that did the first video. Yeah, way before I was pull that, like pull that up here. Uh, so up here. So we get you. Way before. I got you. With, with the same people way before I was like working at American Power. We shot my first video. Wait, what? They worked at American Power with no, you? No, no, no. I worked. Oh, at, back but, then. But people that reached out to me that was like, "Yo, we shoot this for free. Yeah, we yeah. believe in your art." So I ended up like using them again to like shoot that video. Wow. So like we and we and I like I was like yo let's do a one take, and I'm gonna do some um, I'm gonna have a friend like fall on the floor like do something yeah that like, shit was funny. dope yeah so I we, we planned that ent entire thing just like in one area because like I don't want to be like chopped in like you know stuff yeah I like you know what I'm gonna push myself to do it in one take and like you know performance you know so um yeah like that yeah we did that and then we had that video yeah did that pop right away or I appreciate it. I think it popped like in a few hours I think. yeah it has uh but it was kind of slow but it, it didn't pop crazy but it was like we dropped it uh a, a few pages started picking it up on facebook and started sharing it and then um like a few random like celebrities who um like shared it on their page like i think like was it uh was it t-pain he shared it t-pain it was a it was a few of them but it was like a, a good amount a little chris mm. with, like some ig models yeah like the perfect people to post that yeah, shit on and facebook then, um, like in the first, I think, ten hours, says five ten hours, it's like got like twenty thousand views on Facebook, like thirty thousand, and then it just started like leaking over, and like you know, I ended up getting over like three three million, I think over two million on Facebook. Yeah, over Facebook, like and then, that's interesting. Yeah, and then it just started picking up. Right. And, yeah. Did so, you drop it on SoundCloud? Did you drop it on every platform too? Because I saw it on YouTube. The video. Uh, on I, YouTube. I, I think we dropped it on SoundCloud after the fact, or maybe we might have dropped it. I don't remember. Both. But, on after. But, yeah, I think we dropped it on YouTube too. Right. I know. Was your idea that Facebook is a place that things can be so shareable? Was that like your your approach to that, or were you just like fuck it? I have um, a Facebook page. I can't remember what the what the plan was at that time. I just wanted to drop it. You just put it. And up. I think Facebook at the time made the most sense because I think there was still, I mean, there was a few stuff going viral, but not a lot. And, mm -hmm. then, and the humble, I just felt like I was the perfect. At that time, I wasn't big on Instagram. I had like a thousand followers, two thousand followers. Right, right. So it was like, yo, I mean, I, mean I, I could drop it on my face on my Instagram, which I probably I think I did, and it got sure. like. Eight thousand views. I had like a thousand followers, so that was right. pretty. That was pretty. Yeah, crazy. Great like, ratio. Yeah, um, yeah. But I still didn't have the platform, so like, Facebook. We dropped that. It took me. It took me from like maybe a hundred followers of fans to like to like six thousand. You think Dad saw it? Too. You think Kendrick saw it? It's crazy, Pete. Uh, <laughs> you be, never know. Yeah, you never know. I, to be honest, I I want to tell myself yes, and um, I, I I think he did. I think he did. That's tight. Yeah, people ask me all the time. I think he definitely did too. Yeah. You know. I feel like, uh, especially um, you being around artists all the time, it's like you they pay attention to everything yeah, that happens. Exactly, to the song, exactly. Fuck and, I mean, his somebody from TDE reached out to. Did they? Yeah, like, well, not like at that point, but like way after the fact, like in a few, like recently. Just about working? No, just, just like, in, they're interested in just like learning more. So like, you never know, like, yeah. you know, and uh, uh, yeah. So, no, your like, vibe would be cool with them, like. Just like, just like you know, you know, it's like making relationships. It's just like you know, trying to see can, can connect the dots. And right. just like you know, if anything happens, then anything happens. If not, like I just you know, those, those artists are amazing. Like every, every person on that roster, you know. Hell yeah. So yeah. So then, what you know, as things are starting to explode for you, you're mm -hmm. putting out stuff visually. You do you start putting out a lot of visuals, or are you just doing more just SoundCloud songs? SoundCloud songs. Yeah. SoundCloud and Spotify for the most part. But, yeah, but mostly SoundCloud. So I put we dropped Boo after that the humble thing. We dropped Boo a single, right? And it kind of um, started getting some some plays on SoundCloud. But um, I don't think we dropped the I think we dropped the lyric video on YouTube, but not, nothing, yeah. nothing nothing more than that, right? And at that time too, it was I mean we shot a a, a video for this song I had called Blame. Mm -hmm. It was like last minute, um, so we dropped that right before Woo, I think. And um, but it's funny because uh, right before after I dropped that humble thing, um. So um, I found this girl on Instagram called Billie Eilish. Yeah. Or like right before Billie Eilish. So she was already following me. Oh, she started. She just started following me. American Beauty. I was like, I don't. I can't remember how we started. Do like a mutual friend of hers, and then 
So like I dropped humble and then we got that tour. Yeah. She she took me on tour. That's she crazy. Went. And then How, what was the tour? US? Yeah. It was all US? Yeah, all US tour. Uh, she might have did she might now she did like Europe, a few like two days in Europe or, right. or maybe a few more. But at that time it's crazy because we kept running to like the same people and then and when she had like a chance to like go on tour, she like she picked me. Man, and I was, like, what the? yo. And at, the, at that point I, I haven't dropped Woo at that point too. But I said I had it for like a while. But like I just dropped the Kendrick thing. I was about to, I think I just dropped a song called Blame. I was about to drop a song called Blame. And then Woo was about to come out. So Woo came out while I was on tour. Right Damn. Now. Yeah. So it was Shit. like. And it's crazy because like I'm watching her. She's like 70K followers, like, you know, doing late night TV while on tour. She she was, um she was like, her shows are selling out. So it was like, she's she's already on the trajectory. I was different. I was just like, I, to that point, I probably did like three shows, like two. And it was like. All right, <laughs> That's I, so crazy. And, and then I, I hadn't dropped the song yet off the like a Man of Fire. But like, um so it was like. Everything was new for me, so it was like I'm watching this. You know, I'm I jump right into it. You know, so but what a good like you know, is, she's kind of like building a template or whatever, and you can learn a lot from that. Exactly, shit. yeah, and I definitely learned a lot from her. She's amazing. She's she's a fucking superstar. Mm -hmm. And the fact that that was her first tour, and that was my first tour. How big were the venues and um, shit that you were playing? It's pretty. It's pretty. Um, like um, uh, small cap venues, but right. she, but she was blowing them out. She she she, she could have did bigger venues, but I think for the first run. Well, especially was, they booked that shit so in advance. Yeah, exactly. They you did know. the same thing with Kendrick. He played at our, our college, and it was wow. like super small, super cheap, and then good kid comes out and exactly. it explodes, and everyone's Crazy. like, "Fuck, they just got him." So That's cheap. sick. I know exactly. So you know they planned it like that, and then she um. What was I trying to say again? Just like the size of the venues, like what, oh yeah yeah, so I, yeah so it was like three small. yeah maybe two fifty to like right. five hundred. So um, what were you doing? What was what was the way that you were preparing? Like you're gonna go on this tour. Yeah. A, you're brand new, so you're trying to like learn your style and, mm -hmm. and how you're approaching the shows. So how were you approaching your shows? And like, what was your performance? Shows like? looking back, it was hilarious. I mean, we had we had uh, good songs. I was performing like early songs, yeah. like so like songs that were not mixed, mastered, like but like you know like the first two songs I created, I performed that. And, right. Like, I was just working with. I just started working with producers, so it was like I didn't have that much songs. Right. But like I had woo, I had blame, I had I had like random demos that I wouldn't perform now that didn't even make the album or yeah. did, that, that didn't make the mixtape. So, so you're playing unreleased shit too. Yeah, a lot, mostly unreleased. Maybe only like two songs were released on like That's one. That's hilarious. Up to like middle, mid, like halfway through the tour, like only like one one song was unreleased. So it was yeah. like, yeah, but like it was it was worth it though because like forever in history, I went out to, me and Billy went out our first tour together. So That's dope. That's like, you know. Was there things that you were doing to kind of like, not necessarily steal her fans, but like, you know what I mean? That's a whole audience for yeah, you. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, just like I mean, they loved. I mean, I like like they loved like the shows. Like yeah. rabbits. Like I got we 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 share like a lot of followers now. You know, like I say, I follow from that tour. That's still following me now. You yeah, know? and the support. So it's like crazy. Like yeah, for sure. Like she has like amazing fans. Like her fans are, like the best. Was there anything you were doing specific to try to hook them to like um, make them connect with you beyond just that show, or were you? Was yeah, it just like off the? Yeah, yeah it was just off the performances, and then obviously talking to them like afterwards is like taking pictures with them because they're right, excited right. and you know obviously they're here for Billy. Yeah, which is like you know also like you know. Um, yeah, and, and me and Billy like engaged each other on tour too. Like you know, videos together and like, you know, she she was like she would post me like a random, random stories like and like yeah. I get like, go up. I go I go up like four hundred followers. Like at that time I was like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand followers. So it was like I was growing mostly on tour. You know, from like the fans. And That's so like, dope. So it was like yeah, it was it was like it was it was amazing. You know. Damn. So yeah, what shout out to shout out to Billy for like, real. She's she's the legend for sure. She's a young goat. What um. You also did, you did, I wrote down NBA, MLB, and NFL. Did you get song placements on all yeah, those? Yeah, like, so, um, all the, a lot of songs from my, like, my first mixtape, Man of Fire. Yeah. Um, like, Robbing Me, which is one of, uh, one of, like, my favorite joints of the project. Got into NBA Live. Um, Were all those original? Uh, They're well, all original records? You didn't sample shit in those uh, no, no, to no, get clearance no, or anything yeah, like that? No sample, just original. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> and, uh, um, <laughs> Damn. Um, that was also Telegram too, right with me. Mm. Um, um, I, I I did a song called um, I did a song with, with Graham that I didn't end up going on this. Yeah. But I, I put it on a different project with Nombe and then we did a collab project. So like that was Run Wild. Right. And then that one that was when I was on um uh th that was on what game was that was in that was in FIFA. Yeah. That was in FIFA and I was in a, was a lot of other stuff like you know. Uh, Which let's talk about that because that's yeah. tied to me. <laughs> like because. So before I came out here, yeah. I was doing video and music shit. So mm -hmm. we always, we, we literally, my friend, I, I just directed a spot for EA yes, two days ago yeah. in New York. And then uh, now like coming out here, it's like, um, 
back in the day my friend started working there and he would try to hook us up with shit so he would put us in like our music he would mm. like place it just like that shit but never we never landed like a trailer or something but that uh, was like always a goal like damn if we could get a trailer, trailer release or something so yeah, yeah yeah that was crazy yeah so you got that was the fifa world cup shit yeah trailer with uh Cristiano Ronaldo. who's yeah fucking crazy. One of your, apparently your icon i heard uh not yet you know this not, dude yeah definitely one of my like on my all-time list is lebron yeah like you know because like when i moved to the united states that was mm -hmm. his rookie season that's so a guy. I, I, I watched him grow, and I've always been like it was my favorite person all the time. And um, yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo is definitely up there because like growing up in Nigeria, we watch a lot of soccer. Right. So it's like uh, I've always been a fan, try to dribble like him, and then to watch him just like in the commercials, just like run doing around shit to, to your to, fucking to, music. Yeah, I know. It's like I was like, wow, this is like crazy, like you know. So um, yeah, that that was amazing. Like yeah, like my shout out to my little brother, my family. Like, how did you go about placing that record? It, it was they reached out like i had that song for a while and i was like i'm never dropping a song it that. was never out nah because okay. it, it didn't fit sonically like the project i was working sure on. but like i got a chance to like go in like with like known and like we worked on it and kind of created, created like a, a amazing better sound you know and then then got a call randomly one day like fifa wants to use a song was it on your project no nah. so so no one had heard it no but you got like no no touch. like like obviously my team like has a song right and, like, right and i don't know how so, so, someone like, just played it yeah like like somebody like yeah do it do it in a room where like um oh i think no 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 me was getting the song right the thing and somehow like me and him were working on like the project at the time so it was like you know that's crazy so it was just yeah um yeah so this shit is literally like just getting started for you bro yeah, yeah it's just like this this first project only is just a mixtape like this is songs like for my first sessions with producers ever and <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. This shit sounds so polished too. Yeah, Man yeah. on Fire, you did the music video. Yeah. And when, when they just walked in the room, they were showing they're like, yo, <laughs> you really got lit on fire. Yeah, that's that's real. No, no VX effects, no. That whatever. shit blew. I really when I watched I went I was on your Instagram, I saw like a video of you just standing there and you're yeah. like, Yo, I got lit on fire for this. I'm like, No, he didn't. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's real for sure. Um but I it, it's there's, there's like a lot of a lot of reasons I did it, not just for like the shock effect. It was like to symbolize like, you know, going back to my story, you yeah. Know, all this, all this stuff I've been through and going coming to Brooklyn, New York is like I've always been surrounded by chaos. But like, some, yeah, that's what they said. But, like, but somehow as I, as I happen to like stay calm and just like keep my dreams alive and like keep going for stuff, you know. For those of you who haven't seen the video, it's literally him standing in the middle of this <laughs> chaos of like all this action happening yeah. around him. And it's like twenty, it's like twenty verses of myself around me. Yeah, just like, like he's yeah. doing different stuff. He lights a spliff off him. Like he does, yeah. you know. What I mean, all this stuff like w walking, so, walking an alligator. Yeah, it's fucking know? insane yeah. and. And you were really burning. Which yeah, is yeah, exactly. You know, I, I did it like eight times for like eight seconds each time. So did like, that shit so get like, your hair? Oh, uh, nah. Tight. Uh, but it was it was getting close. They called me one time on my ankle. Damn, really? Uh, yeah, but like it wasn't too bad though. It's like it feels it feels kind of cool sometimes. You feel like a badass. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like burning. You know, it, yeah. You know, like, and um, yeah, but it, it was times where I was if fire began too close and I'd like it put me out. It's like guys like kind of close to me with like fire extinguishers like. So what they'd spray you down and then you'd have to go like dry off first before you could run it again. Yeah, maybe not dry off. I'd probably take like twenty, thirty seconds or a minute. Okay, word. And then, then yeah, maybe not twenty, thirty seconds, more like a minute and a half, and then do try it again. again. Yeah, do it again, and then eight seconds again, and just like till we get the perfect shot, cause, cause um, it, it was supposed to be like the cover art for the project, mm -hmm. and we turned it into a music video. So it's just like so they're shooting photos at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so it's like I had to make sure like just for the art, like right. I had to get it properly, like get it down. And I wasn't gonna leave, so I got, so I got it. So how were you, who who shot that video for you? Was um, it the same dudes from the uh, job? Um, so this uh, amazing guy called Patrick, um, and then uh, it, was, it was a lot of people involved. A few people involved, right. like a team of like four good minds. Um, Aiden, this guy called Aiden, uh, and then Barracks on the photography. Barracks is ill, and then Grant's grand is like another photographer so we had we had like maybe like a good amount of people on set right. like a fire chief and like you know everyone make sure you're yeah, safe yeah, you know um stunt coordinator shit yeah all that. exactly you know so then what right now like how how important do you feel do you feel like visuals or keeping video something in form of video is important to your brand right now yeah for sure i mean i'm, I'm i've always been inspired by like film and cinematography right and obviously, being early in my career, like obviously, like your your vision is not going to be maximized yet, but like you're showing glimpses of like which 
you, where you're heading, you know, right. like, like Travis early on, Travis Scott early on. I love his visuals compared to now. You can see the growth mm-hmm. a lot of him from Kendrick, from like HDHD, from like Ruger Mortis, when he's like playing drums, somebody's yeah. playing drums and he's just rapping like nonstop. Right. So like all the way right now, you see his visuals are like pretty crazy, you know. So um, yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of of, of like uh, visuals and I'm um, just like trying to show a glimpse of like what I'm capable of. Right. Until I really get to that level where I get those budgets and you get those, you should get to go crazy, you know. But uh, for me, like the visual aesthetic is important, you know. Totally. Yeah. The- even going back to Travis Scott, I don't know what the fuck's happening outside of my house right now. <laughs> if you guys can hear this construction shit everywhere. God damn it. <laughs> office. Um, I was just watching Mike Dean mm. um, posted a video when Travis, I don't know what show he just played where it was like he went super so, off. Yeah. But Mike Dean had a video of him like smoking a, like. Oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It, it was, there was like eight people. people there, yeah. And then it cuts to like eight eighty thousand people yeah, probably sick. fucking insane yeah shit like that is just like inspiring and just like beautiful because like he's been in it for a while but like nobody ever sees like the those, everything those downs they only see like you know they only see you when you're kind of like killing it right um, but like the and word, they think people hand shit to you yeah you know what I mean? like the process of being put into it and like you gotta really like stick with it you know right. like you know it's yeah consistency and just like quality you know i'm trying to think of uh the last because i don't want to take i know we got both jet or whatever but mm. you're touring with made in tokyo mm-hmm. that comes up when uh january so like january yeah it's just like my first rap tour that's so fucking I, dope. I, i'm ecstatic i can't wait doing like um 24 dates it's gonna be it's gonna be fun like tokyo's ill he's a, he's a great person going to tour with it like i'm just ready like you know i just like you know sold out like my first headline la show like, oh shit a few days ago and like headline my first new york show like a few weeks ago too how so, how's that feel it was amazing to get get in front of your fans you know actually start building that because like I, I i love just trying to build like more fans just kind of like figure out more ways to go to keep go, keep us going and like right. going to that next level so i go in the store like right after like do like my first headline shows like it's just like a great like time you know and just like i'm gonna be dropping more music too and so it's just like a lot of a lot of exciting stuff happened for january that's fucking tour dope. new music and just like no, it's bigger and better stuff. Well, I mean, even that tour, it's like it's gonna lift you up into another level. Yeah, for sure. You know like, what I mean, you know, b- b- bigger rooms. How are I'm, you approaching that for that? The difference between the first tour to this tour, are you? You have a, an idea I, of how you're gonna do first show with Billy? I was performing a lot of release music. Yeah, now I, you got records. Fast forward, listen records out, and like fast forward, I got even even more records. I'm working on like another project, and I'm working on an album. So right. it's like I got a ton of new music that that actually fits like where I'm currently and like where where I'm heading. Right. So it's like yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's like a, a a lot of turn up tracks, a lot of vibes, a lot of just an like, entire experience that I think people can't wait to see. Dude, hell yeah! yeah. I, I, it's coming to LA, right? Yeah, for sure. Right, I'm, yeah, I'm coming to LA. I'm coming to that shit um, for sure. I, I, I'm LA. Are we doing Fonda Theater? Fonda Theater nice. in LA. So. Yeah. That's yeah. gonna be sick. Yeah. So. That's gonna be crazy. Gonna be lit. Well, I always ask if you have time. The um, I have like the community. I was talking about the private yeah. community, so I always let them like ask you questions. I try to get it off as quick as I can. I got sure. it real quick, so I only had a couple. But uh, Chase Gozi, he says, from an artist standpoint, how do you decide uh, what photographer or videographer you want to work with? Mm. Like at this point, especially growing up, like yeah, even day to day documentation, are you doing stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, not all the, all the time. Yeah, and it's cool. for the times I don't, we kind of like just like use our iPhones. Mm. And then any way you can, you know, because I put a, I put a video on my Instagram, just like iPhone video chopped up. And Hell yeah! It, and it kind of it kind of react well. But like obviously, um, when it comes to like f- photography and videography, I'm very specific because it has to be like a consistent aesthetic or like something that can kind of mm. like live in my lane, you know. So like just something of great quality. I, l- I look for like quality. I can just like post like a random like weird photos like pearly edited or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, I just I just love looking for like young like fire creators who have that vision and like always gonna keep getting better you know yeah totally and just like have that passion you know mm. so like quality and passion you know so that's good yeah um sean saucy says also curious if it's even something he ultimately decides or if he approves a photographer from management or something so are you getting people directly connecting to oh, yeah. you or yeah um yeah if you um if you if you're a photographer and want to like send me some of your work like hit me up on instagram or just like I, I got a contact in my bio and um yeah, you can reach out my management Boom. and then i mean yeah I'm, I'm always looking for like art creatives like i love like reading, like meeting the creatives so, right yeah so shit you got a lot on the horizon bro there's yeah, a lot man. of things coming to you it, it's just the beginning so i'm just like you know i'm excited you know it's just like i'm sitting independent too no i'm not signed to a major label yet too so it's just like it's, it's it's still really early for me i'm just like you know for me it's all about the fans a lot and just like you know connecting with them it's just like right. you know it's just like yeah it's fucking shit up with my fans. What's your family thinking right now? Uh, my family is just like, 
you know, it's it's hard to explain what you do to you like when you're creative. Yeah. Because it's like you know, um, but like they obviously they get it more now. You know, um, when I left school, they didn't really get it, and what they found out, you know, my mom found a mail letter in the mail that was like I was in school, <laughs> so she confronted me. But um, obviously now they kind of understand. I teach them like, yo, in due time, like, I'm I'm working towards like a bigger vision. Like you right. know, I'm, I'm you know I'm not waking up going to work. You know. I'm just like plotting every day nonstop, and uh, my my job is twenty four seven. I I mean I don't call it a job, but like my my life now is like twenty four seven. Like I'm up to like five a.m. still. Yeah, just like you know thinking ideas. It's like you know until I get to that point, and even still, it's just like keeping nonstop. You know, I'm inspired by by legacies and competition, right. and just like you know, yeah, being true to being true to yourself. You know. Yeah. Well, shit, man. This was a fucking good one. I appreciate you coming through. Yeah, I know you, sure. got a, you got a flight in like an hour. Yeah, I got a flight soon, but you know, it was worth it. To yeah. Get out here. You know, I appreciate you having me. No, I sure. appreciate it, man. Yeah, um, sure. If people made it this far in the podcast, I always let you decide. I basically tell them to go tag uh, us on Instagram oh, and yeah. tell us if they got here. So, like, if you listen to the entire thing, they just yeah. need to go comment on your last post oh, yeah. and say hashtag whatever you want and then at <laughs> Ben Rivers World so I know that that shit happened. Right, what do you want me to say? Uh, hashtag ride with me ride with me yeah or, or hashtag man on fire and then and they could tag you and we'll know yeah, yeah alright boom for sure alright anything else you wanna say um new music coming soon stay true to yourself keep going never stop you know, keep doing you I'll put links to all his social sure, and everything yeah, put the links right somewhere below here it's, it's probably not gonna be below here but I just wanna point here for no reason <laughs> but um yeah for sure let's get it alright dog I appreciate all it thank right, you thank very you, much thank you, thank you. appreciate you Bye, bye, bye. That's it for episode 42 with Thutmost. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Make sure to follow Thut on Instagram, which is just at Thutmost. Um, so you can start fucking with what he's doing. You can find all the social links in the show notes. You can go find that at bwnc.com slash podcast. Um, if you watch this shit on YouTube, just leave a review in the comments. And if you listen on iTunes, leave us a review on the review page because that shit makes us look lit. If you're interested in joining the private group, go to bwnc.com slash join. Merch is currently shut down. We're about to launch some new shit, so make sure you stay on top of that. Follow Black With No Cream on Instagram at Black With No Cream and follow my lame ass at Ben Reverse World. Subscribe to us on everything, you know, so you can stay notified. New episodes every single Wednesday and Sunday. See you next week, you bitch! <laughs>